0: Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Hello, beautiful people. This is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anioji, and I am back again this week with an amazing episode. We are going to have an interesting conversation today. Um, Today, 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 we are looking at settling into the corporate world. Settling into the corporate world. What does it mean, you know, to be in the corporate world? What is the corporate world? (laughs) So these are some of the things we'll be looking at today. And I am with Joyce Kenneth. She's a human resource expert acquiring her certifications with the Chartered Institute of Personnel Management in Nigeria. She's an associate member of the the National Institute of Management, and she has a degree in business management and administration from Imo State University. She's an entrepreneur and a co-founder at InCharge Solutions Limited, a business geared towards building a value-driven society through its provision of holistic and winning business solutions. She is the co-host of Imo Job Fest, a platform geared at providing intervention in the employment and employability situation in EMO state and beyond. She's passionate about advocacy for justice and serves in the secretariat of catalysts for Global Peace and Justice. Yes with me is Joyce Kenneth. Welcome Joyce. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today.
1: Thank you, Thank you. Okay, uh, introduction. And um, like you said, we're going to be looking at the topic, settling into the corporate world. You know, uh, when I got that topic, it brought up a lot of thoughts. So I think we're going to call back ourselves to that definition and how we can actually settle in, whether as a new hire or someone who is new in a workplace, how to settle in to the corporate world. So I'll start by world definition. The okay. corporate world is a formal place where people work you know it's a formal environment so when you hear the word corporate what comes to your mind is you know strict formality There's mm-hmm. the way we do here things are done there's this uptight nature that comes with corporate world uh, the word corporate when you hear that someone works in the corporate world yeah. you know from appearance to carriage to language just everything is straight 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 but now the term corporate world is gradually changing a whole okay. lot is changing when you think about the corporate world you know, so while that um, while that straightforward or uh, uptightedness still remains, mm-hmm. but then you see that some of those measures are being toned down gradually. Mm-hmm. So you can see some companies where people go to work in because mm-hmm. when you hear corporate word, all that comes to your mind is wearing the suits, the tie, you know, yeah, look it all very, very formal. Proper.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you see companies are gradually loosening up all of those very tight, you know, stringent measures and you can see people come in jeans you know look less uh, official or less formal but yet get the work you know done so we are gradually easing off on some of those strict laws and still focusing on the objective of achieving you know on the corporate obje- or, um, objectives so but now we have a generation today you know that cannot behave or act like the past generations. That's the truth. Yeah. We have the generation today. You know, we call it disease. It's totally different. You can't yes. put them in the same, <laughs> uh, in the same uh, boat or ship that you put the past ones who had to wear the oversized coats sometimes and all of mm. those. Mm-hmm. You know, the generation now we have they have substance. You know, they have the solution, but they might not come in the packaging that you expect them to come in anymore. Sure. So when you see some of them, they look oggy and all of those, but they have what you're looking for, mm-hmm. and you can't really force them. So you see that some are gradually, you know, turning down, loosening up a whole lot of yeah, very stringent uh, measures just to accommodate um, new uh, the new generation. But even yeah. you know, with all of this, yeah, with all of these adjustments, the corporate world still remains the corporate world. So mm-hmm. I think that's just by way of introduction. On how what is current? What's the current trend now when you talk about corporate world? So, clearly, yeah. I'm just going to share uh, with us how we can settle in to the corporate world because I interact with a lot of job candidates and I see that they are not ready. Mm. Sometimes, just a brief interaction, like does this person understand that this world is different from you know from home, yeah. from being with your friends, from being with people from that your own, like, own personal business. You know, and when you bring the social media dimension to these things, you find out that uh, social media is affecting us. So a job candidate, the other day, a job candidate chatted me up on Facebook because of a job posting I made and the greeting was how far, you know. So it's like, okay, (laughs) this person doesn't understand uh, the corporate world. There's a language to the corporate world. So I'm going to quickly share with us 10 different uh, things that you can consider when you're talking about settling into the corporate world. So the first one is that, to so settle into the corporate world, first you must realize that it's not about you, mm-hmm. it's not about your style, it's not about your goals or plans, it's not even about your personality, how you want mm. to do things, do yeah. you know, it's not about you, 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 you. You have to actually shift and shift the touch, it's all about what the company wants to achieve it, it's all about understanding the culture in a place, their philosophy and all of that. Every company has a culture. Yeah, you know, everything has you know has a way they want to behave or have a way they want to behave and have the want the public to see them. Yeah. So if you don't realize it and say I don't care what they are doing, there it's just about me, 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 me. It's 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 a very wrong start. You're starting on the wrong foot, and definitely you will not last in that environment. So the yeah. first thing is you have to shift the focus from yourself to the company. Mm-hmm. Now the second thing I have is that. You must know that there is a language and expression of the corporate world. There's Mm -hmm. a way we talk in the corporate world. You know, we are not less formal. You don't come to the office and call your boss. Hello, dear. Good morning, dear. Mm -hmm. There's a way to communicate. And that's why I advise young people to go and learn email communication. There's a language. There's a corporate. When you read from a corporate person, you know. When you read from a joker, you also know. You know, so understanding the formality that comes with language expression in the corporate world is very important. And of course, Google is our friend. If you go on Google and, and type out and to, uh, to see some templates, some examples of how to communicate, some yes. examples of emails, and all, you see that there is a language. Mm-hmm. There is a language, and it's very important that anyone who wants to cope with the corporate world should understand that there is a language in the corporate world, and I have to learn it. And it's not a one-day affair. The more you keep reading, the more you keep exposing yourself. The more you find out that even how you construct your words in the, in, you know, in the work environment, there's a yeah. way to act. For yeah. example get into a corporate office you don't just go into a senior colleague or a boss's office and then you give yourself a seat you sit down no you have to stand and wait to be invited to sit because mm-hmm. you never can tell if that person was going to be stepping around for a very short while is rushing us to do something and then you just come in and you see that whether it's a job interview or anything there's a way there's you know there are protocols and uh, patterns to these things and that is why if anyone who wants to work in the corporate world has to begin to learn uh, some of those or most of those. Now, the third thing I'm going to touch on is hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Hierarchy is very important in the corporate world. There's a structure. Corporate uh, organizations have what you call the organogram or, uh, or the chart of the organization yeah. that begins to talk about the hierarchy of relationship, you know, the communication channels, the report channels that exist in a workplace. Now, understand that it's not about a person's age, not about a person's size, Mm-hmm. It's not about any of those. is your 40 years, your 30 years is very insignificant. You, you, you don't give thoughts to, ah, he's not my mate, or, I'm not his mate, and all of those things. Hierarchy is very important. So, a person yeah. who want to cope in the corporate world must begin to understand that I need to understand structure, I mm-hmm. need to honor. I need to respect anyone you know respect people generally and give honor to those who are above me when it comes to the structure in this place regardless of age regardless of race regardless of complexion or any other factor so structure or hierarchy is very very important when it comes to the corporate world now the fourth thing you must know when it comes to the corporate world is that you'll be rated by your performance mm-hmm. you'll be rated People come together, people form corporate organizations for the sole purpose of achieving an objective. So you're going to be rated by your performance, no sentiment. And that's why if you're going to work very well in a corporate setting, you must learn to honor criticism. You're going Mm -hmm. to receive feedback, constructive criticism that will help you know, fine tune and deliver the expected results. So, like, get to these things. There are ways people measure performance of staff and all of those, and you'll be subjected to uh, to those same uh, measures. And you're wow. going to be expected, you know, to meet up. And if you're not meeting up, that's the truth is that you may be queried or you may be asked to leave. There are no sentiments when it comes to the corporate world. So yeah. don't take it too personal when you're asked to leave because your performance is bad, and you and then you begin to take it personal like someone is against you. No. Your performance will be rated. Mm -hmm. Now, the fifth thing is that there will be politics and power play in the workplace. Mm -hmm. No (laughs) matter how nice you are. I've had to experience some of this firsthand. I worked in an organization as operations person, operations manager, and we had this new hire who was going to join us. And some of those were going to come in as operations manager. I was the operations assistant manager, but yeah. I was going to help assist in onboarding her because I had son on most of those things. And it was a remote office. So I've I've never seen her apart from virtually and all of those. But I found out that two weeks after resumption, I'm hearing, you know, I'm hearing, <laughs> I'm hearing that. I'm um, causing tension in the office. And none wow. of those scenarios ever played out. So when it got to me, I was like, okay, why is this happening? Now, it could be someone who is trying to feel that maybe your influence is going to hamper their own performance, yeah. or that the torchlight is so on you, and some of those. So I had to learn that, don't take it personal. Mm-hmm. There was always a politics. There are always a power play. There are people who are going to seek to want to put themselves ahead, even at the detriment of others. I'm there are people, people that want to climb on you just right, you know, so you have to maintain your personal confidence and say this is what it is, it is what it is, like I saying yeah. you know, and
0: accept <laughs> yeah. it
1: and focus on you, your own self getting the right results and all of those, so I think it's very important that you understand, so you don't get heartbroken. there will always be politics, wherever you see a lot of human beings come together Definitely. there will always play, there will be politics in that environment, yeah, so the sixth thing I'm going to talk about is you will not always say your mind. Hmm. I just want to say my mind. I just want to say it as it is. I want to <laughs> say it exactly. Right. No, no, no. You will not always say your mind. When it comes to working in the corporate environment, you must learn to be agreeable and very diplomatic. <laughs> you must learn to say the things you want to say, yet in a way that does not, you know, stir up offense. You yeah. just say, I have to go and tell the what's my mind? I want to tell him how I feel. He has to feel my heat. Nobody needs to feel your heat. No mm-hmm. matter how hurt or no matter what happens that you feel like, okay, I want to really, I'm, this is affecting me. You will, you're you going to learn how to communicate that and communicate it with a lot of diplomacy. Say it in a way that doesn't stay of the wrong emotion because if you don't do that, it will be counterproductive. Mm-hmm. That thing that you say, I want to say my mind, just say it as hard as it is, will end up taking you out of that place. A lot of people have lost their jobs because they said their mind. mind. <laughs> so you, you will not lose your mind. You will learn to be agreeable and you will learn to be very diplomatic in your expressions. The seventh thing is respect. In a corporate environment, respect is very important. Respect your boss no matter their age. I talked about this slightly when I talked about hierarchy. Respect your boss. Give them the respect that I wish I could say that in another way. But I want young people to also realize this: that whatever you sow. As a follower, you reap as a leader. True. So if you master sowing disrespect, dishonor, you know, leading people against your leader, trying to stir up things so that there is always, you know, you're always the one at the forefront of stirring up negative things about your leader. If you sow that as a follower, you're going to reap that because one day you will rise. Mm-hmm. And when you rise, you're going to see that same thing that you did happening even at uh, 1,000% of what you do, you're wondering why are people doing this way? You've already sold it. So everything you do as a follower is a seed, is is fruit, you're going to reap as a leader. So respecting your boss is very important. The ninth, the eighth thing, sorry, I'm going to talk about is that you need a lot of emotional intelligence to survive the corporate world. Mm -hmm. The corporate world is, is not made up of even two people, it's made up of a lot of people both your immediate colleagues and the customers or the clients of the business where you work. Yeah. So learning how to you know relate, learning emotional intelligence, understanding people's psychology, knowing how to respond, knowing when to respond, knowing when to bring up certain issues, knowing how to you know build relationship with people, but it's a interpersonal skill is something that you must learn if you're going to survive the corporate world. It's not a one man show. But yeah. if so much you're going to learn to interact with a lot of people, and trust me, these people are different. You will not interact with everybody the same way. Same way. way. True. I had a colleague that sometimes I'm like, ah, how do you <laughs> process stuff the way you do? You know, she can quarrel with you. It's so bad that she can tell you that she saw you in her dream and this is what you did, and she'll take it <laughs> out on you. Wow. You know, she will want to help you if you need help. She won't want to... She will rather stay at the corner of the office and rub her powder than to give you any form of ass, um, of, um, of assistance. Wow. So suddenly you're like, okay, what kind of human being is this? What, she would never share anything with you. Never. <laughs> she would never share. The first time I saw her sharing something, I felt she must have poisoned it and want to kill me. So she would never <laughs> wow. share anything. You, you know. So, but you're going to learn how to still maintain relationships with such people because oh, you need dad. them. <laughs> sometimes... What they produce will be necessary for your own, own part of the process, so you don't entirely cut them off and say, I'm going to just keep you. You know, the corporate world we're all interdependent one, yeah. one person's yeah. output, another person's input, and all of those. Mm. So, so, somehow, there's that interdependence that always plays out in the, in, in the workplace. So, you must learn that okay, if this person is difficult, I have to understand how to relate with this person, I, I have need, to understand how to person. speak with this person, I have to understand yeah. what kind of demands. To be you know so that you don't end up just uh, causing problem and say let me show, let me show her you don't show anybody you simply focus on the work and let the output uh, be out mm-hmm. and then the ninth thing is time management Important. we live in a very distracted generation yeah. social media as good and as beautiful as it is you know has become a tool of distraction to a lot of people mm-hmm. so you come to corporate environment you come to the office and all you see are people pressing their phone updating whatsapp status watching other people's whatsapp status making posts doing a whole lot of things on social media catching crews like this say. Mm-hmm. you know so uh if you're going to survive the conflict you must learn discipline you must learn to shun distraction you must learn that if I'm in the office, I'm paid for my time. When people pay you, they pay you for your time. Sure. So if I'm sure. being paid for eight hours of my day every day, I should learn to devote those eight hours to accomplishing corporate objectives and goals. Mm-hmm. I chose, don't, don't 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 give the excuse of they're not paying me well. If they are paying me well, I, I need to do my side hustle. I don't want this. It's too small for me. And if you actually accept that offer, what do you have to achieve the corporate goals of the organization? So surviving the corporate place will mean that you have to learn to shun. Social media distraction. Yeah. And all, you see people in the office make calls loudly. They are office ethics. They are office ethics. You don't you you don't even put your phone on a loud ringtone. You know mm-hmm. you don't even uh, stay in the office and you're chatting, chatting and shouting and laughing and inconveniencing people around you. You're paid for your time. That's one thing you must realize. Yeah. You are paid for your time, and you must give them that time. From brain punctual, if you're paid to resume by eight o'clock. Resume by eight o'clock. It's discipline. It's a discipline of time management. And then the final thing I'm going to touch on getting into the workplace is focus on building a career. Focus on building Mm -hmm. a career. So before you even start to talk about getting a job, you should be sure what you want to achieve. You don't just go job hunting so radically anything looks like it if you don't have what you're searching for everything will look like it but when you have a clear objective a clear career objective you can tailor your search to fit into those roles you know for example i do a lot of hiring and recruitment and i have to study people's resume and cvs a lot of times now when you say that the person first experience worked in a pharmaceutical as a secretary the second uh, experience is that the person worked um in a construction company (laughs) as one of the construction guys Mm -hmm. and the third thing that you see there is a person who was a teacher and the fourth thing you're seeing is that the person uh you know worked in which other kind of company and you're just seeing that people are throwing skills up and down you cannot see a constructive progression of a person's life you know so when you get to the corporate world be sure what you're looking for be sure what your skills are. Most of the time, I train people on how they are able to build a career that aligned with their passion, aligned with their purpose, brings them profit and leads to prominence. You know, you have to be very intentional. So if I'm coming into the workplace and I'm getting a role as, for example, a secretary, where do i see myself in the next three years does this company mm. afford me growth opportunities yeah. And how do I grow? So if i want to become uh if, if i'm building career as a corporate executive secretary for example i want to be sure that every experience i'm gathering at every point in time is moving me up to a certain level
0: mm-hmm. you know it's
1: moving up i'm gradually climbing the ladder if that intentionality is not there you're going to treat with the levity where you work but when you when you're when, when you're building a career intentionally you're going to, you will not take chances. You will know that the result I make at this phase is important for the next phase. The one I make at the next phase will build up to the next phase. So don't just be a, uh, I don't mean this what. purposeless jump on that, you know, jumping on every and any opportunity. People chat me up and they tell me I, I'm interested. Someone just chats you up and tell you, Good day, man, I'm interested. And like, are you interested in me? I'm interested <laughs> in the job you posted. And then you have made 10 job postings. Which of the, jobs in one of them i'm like okay what can you do i can do anything mm. you can do anything and i ask them can you, can, can you do ritual and they said, no not that i mean all that things you know there's no clarity yeah. so be clear be very clear what you're building have a clear career objective tell your search to to fit into those different career objectives and then when you're in finally please focus on delivering results that result will match you up to the next thing you're going to be doing and you keep rising up the ladder so those are the 10 points i want to point on as uh talk on as we talk about settling into the corporate um world thank oh you
0: god wow thank you joyce my god this i i feel like these 10 points if anyone imbibes them in anywhere doesn't have to be corporate world even in personal business Success is yeah. good because it touches every aspect of human interaction. Every aspect of human yeah. interaction. It's just amazing. Wow. You mentioned hierarchy um, in one of the but yeah. like, three or so. Um, talk about hierarchy. Yeah. I'm wondering if a new recruit like you talked about has a challenge and they, how does a person deal with challenges? Who do they come to first what are the um you know you talked about organogram and structure what is like the structure to dealing with issues in the corporate environment
1: okay every company you you know they have their their structure you know and part of the employee onboarding process for most establishments is to introduce a new hire to the structure the structure talks about the hierarchy of relationship chain of command um you know report structure communication channel. So you will be introduced to the structure of that particular organization. Mm-hmm. And when you know the structure, you'll be told who to report to on certain issues, who your direct manager is, and who you should lay certain issues to. Now, any company who don't, who don't, who, you know, who don't have a, a, a structure or who has one and then do not introduce their new hire to those structures mm-hmm. are setting up themselves for disaster. Mm-hmm. You can see a, hire, something, a new hire, something happens, and then because they have created a kind of relationship with the security personnel, they will go there to discuss those issues with them mm. now that is not how it should be so you sh- the company should take the responsibility of educating yeah. their new hire on the structure of their company who do you report to mm-hmm. what are you accountable for if this happens talk to this person about it if these things happen this is the person you meet on this occasion speak with the hr now, they need to be armed with those information. If they are not armed, then it's not their fault. What they do with uh, you know, the information they have to let out whether they are facing yeah. work pressures or any of those things. So it's the responsibility of the company to expose them to their corporate structure.
0: Amazing, amazing. So this is not on the employee right now. This is on the employer to introduce whoever is coming into the structures within the, the, the company. Amazing.
1: But then it's the responsibility the responsibility of the employee to stick with the information you know that have been provided because you still have cases where you're, you're told what the structure is but then you go ahead to do what you want to do and mm-hmm. speak with someone because you feel that you have a form of relationship with them in the workplace and then you pass information the wrong way
0: that's true i mean we live in a world where just like you said anything and everything goes and <laughs> this generation we are fast-paced we don't care we just want to do our thing and all the last point you you talked about uh when you talked about focus on building a career right so uh, yeah these days there are not so many job opportunities out there and all of that so people just want to survive they just want to do anything just to survive so you, you gave the example of someone that had, that had experience in, diff- in different workplaces and experiences in those places. So if someone wants to transfer into a, a different company, a different organization, what would that person be looking at? Does the person need to go get a certification, maybe years of experience in this particular field? Will it suffice in this new work environment? For instance, you talked about someone that that had worked in a construction company and then wants to maybe teach and all of that. So does the person need to go learn how to teach or get a certification in teaching? Or would this number of years in this place suffice for this other experience?
1: Okay, I'll first want to correct an impression when you say that there are not enough jobs. Trust me, there are a lot of jobs. Okay. I've come to understand that... uh, uh, the problem in a country like ours in nigeria is not unemployment entirely okay is there any time you go to a job site you don't see job postings go on linkedin right now you see a lot of job postings yeah go on um, upwork go on all the platforms that do the job stuff there are always vacancies mhm the human resource industry is one that is big because people will always need people. Mm. Now, the problem most is that we don't have qualified candidates. Mm. If you want those to fit into certain work environments, up your mindset to fit into those kind of environments, up your skill sets. So you have job vacancies. I've seen people chat me up and say, I want this job. Is he available? Okay, yes, send me your CV and they tell you I don't have one. And mm. after that, they cut off the conversation. Would you say that the problem is lack of jobs? We've had times to call people for interviews and they never show up. Hmm. So, is it lack of job or lack of qualified candidate? If you're a recruiter, sometimes it really gets very, um, very hectic yeah. dealing with all manner of people who don't have, who are clueless. They come to jobs to ask for jobs. Without understanding what the job is all about, mm-hmm. so how do you want all kind of people? So I think that we need to start shining the torchlight a whole lot on personal development, taking it up to say I want to build myself because see you can attract opportunities beyond your mindset. That's yeah. the truth of life. Yeah. You can't be at a low level of skill looking for jobs that will pay you five hundred thousand. Mm. Your skill level will determine the kind of jobs you attract. Mm-hmm. So. If you go right now, the opportunities in Shell, in Chevron, in all of those big companies, there are still vacancies. They are almost always hiring. But will you fit into that kind of establishment? That should be the question. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You know, so there are a lot of jobs. I I don't believe, I recruit, I have vacancies now that I can still feel for. Mm. You know, sometimes it can be accounted to the fact that there is a communication gap between um, job uh, hiring uh, managers or companies and um job candidates that's why we have those platforms with sites where you go to and search out um you know job jobs. opportunities yeah. but then there are a lot of jobs right. mm. so now you talked about uh, having varied experiences and trying to get out i think every young person should focus on personal development okay. and through personal development gain clarity for personal vision who mm. am i becoming what am i becoming which work environment will give me the kind of experience that I want to have yes. yeah. career wise how do i build you know you have to approach your life like an architect you have to approach your career like an architect without a plan you now imagine that there is no plan to a house and then you start building you know that you're not going to build anything that will be sustainable you you're not going to build anything that will make sense in that same way when you when you start job hunting without a clear career path yeah. or plan you will definitely jump in on any and everything,
0: mm-hmm. but
1: when you are sure what you are looking for, you can Now, some of us start out not having that clarity, yes. you know. Yes. And at some point, we start to desire. Sort of. Sometimes when you're writing your resume, it said that you should feel in relevance to what you're seeking for. Mm-hmm. Now, if you've not had any experience in a particular field, one you can go for. You can take on free courses paid courses online or physical uh, classes so you must accept that if i'm coming to the teaching world i'm coming at, coming in as an intern or an entry level i don't have the experience entry level is zero to two so i can say yes i don't have i'm not a pro i'm just starting out on this career path and yeah. i'm willing to be paid less
0: yeah. because yeah. you
1: can't quantify you you can't compare what an entry level would pay what an intermediate or an expert level will pay. pay. So too. tell yourself the truth. I now have I love teaching. I really love teaching. I want to build a career around teaching. What are the relevant courses I can start taking, whether free or paid? And I'm going to apply as an entry level teacher. That's the truth. And when they tell you the pay, you check out and say, okay, at an entry level, this may suffice. And I can start from here, knowing that I need this experience for the next thing. Well. Sometimes people who have other means of earning can kind apply of as interns. And say, okay, I can come as an intern and learn on the job. So I know that I'm here to learn because I have no experience in this field.
0: Mm. Wow. Thank you so much. Thank you for answering that question. Because I've had, the reason I asked that because I've had a lot of conversations around that. So it's amazing that the experts in this is talking to us on that particular uh, topic. So no question asked in that regard, and there are jobs like you said. So the question now becomes: Are you yeah. qualified for the job you're going for? That becomes the question. And if you're not, the best thing is go get the qualifications and then come back and apply. And of course, get the job. Thank you so much, Joyce. This has been amazing. Ten amazing points you've shared with us. It's been great. It's been wonderful.
1: Thank you so much, Jose, for
0: having me here. All right. And it's been amazing discussing how to settle into the corporate world. And these amazing points that she shared, I don't think there is anything else you need to get settled into the corporate environment. She has done it all for us today, and it's all thanks to her. This is why we call it a day today, and I will come your way again next week, of course, for another amazing guest Discussing another beautiful topic with you. All right, people, have a good day. Have a blessed week. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye. Bye.